Jake DeBrusque and Charlie McAvoy teamed up to score a late goal to earn a 4-3 victory over the Washington Capitals on Thursday. The Bruins are now 9-2 in 2022, three points back of the Toronto Maple Leafs for third in the Atlantic. But there's major concern after Brad Marchand appeared to suffer a pretty serious upper body injury in the second period. We're going to talk about all this and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and happy Friday. It's the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. It's a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and I am excited to talk about another Bruins win, but also very anxious to hear about Brad Marchand's injury status. Uh, Before we get into all that, a quick reminder Uh, Well, first of all, a quick thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please do hit that subscribe button on both the audio and video uh, feeds of the podcast. Each new episode will be automatically added to those feeds every morning by myself and uh, you can download, listen at your leisure. If you're on social media, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins on both Twitter and Instagram. You can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, last night's game was very encouraging from a result standpoint. We know the Bruins were embarrassed on Tuesday at the hands of the Carolina Hurricanes on Willie O'Ree night. They uh, bounced back, earned a 4-3 victory over the Washington Capitals uh, to increase their record, improve their record to 9-2 and on the season. And what's more, not on the season, but in 2022. And yeah, just overcoming that um, very embarrassing loss the other night. The big story in this one, apart from the result, was the upper body injury sustained by Brad Marchand in the second period following a questionable hit by Washington's Garnet Hathaway. He slammed Marchand from behind along the boards, uh, given a two-minute penalty for interference. Uh, Marchand clearly favoring his uh, shoulder Went to the bench, received some attention, tried to play through it, came back briefly for a quick power play shift before heading down the tunnel, and he was unable to return. Uh, The Bruins announced that he would not be coming back because of the upper body injury. Uh, Bruce Cassidy did not have an update on Marshan's condition following the game, but he was clearly not happy with the hit. Uh, he said the Marchand one didn't like it at all. I think he was comparing it to a hit 
by Tom Wilson on Anton Bleed that uh, led to Bleed leaving the game early as well. Touch on that here in a moment. Uh, the official right in front of it didn't call it, and you can see Brad Marshan was visibly frustrated with that referee for not making the call. He was about five feet away, and you could see on the replay Marshand uh, with some expletives asking how he could not make that call where the ref behind the play raised his arm. Uh, Cassidy said, I'm not sure why the guy watching it didn't call it. Hit a guy in the numbers in a vulnerable spot. Uh, you've seen that from that player in the past too, so I don't like that one at all. The league may or may not look at it when it comes to Marshy. Sometimes they move on. Uh, but in this particular case, it seemed like a vulnerable spot against the boards. Cassidy kind of alluding to the fact that since it is Brad Marshan, perhaps the league will look the other way because of his reputation. May have been why he didn't get the all-star nod uh, in lieu of uh, Patrice Bergeron. But uh, yeah, very concerning for sure. There was a clip uh, going around uh, on Twitter of Brad Marchand, uh, you know, there was a goal scored by, I believe, David Posternak. Marchand tried to celebrate the goal, and you could see that he was visibly uh, injured or visibly uncomfortable trying to raise his hand in celebration. I believe it was, I want to say his right shoulder um, that was injured. I was just trying to scroll through here to see if I could find it. Uh, but alas, I do not see it right in my feed. Anyways, um, losing Brad Marchand for any length of time would obviously be very detrimental to the Boston Bruins. And it was indeed his uh, right arm. He was trying to raise in celebration. Couldn't even get it above his shoulder. So that's not good at all. Obviously, Brad Marchand is incredibly important to the Boston Bruins. He's arguably a Hart Trophy candidate as the league's most valuable player. And we'll get to see a glimpse of that here if he is indeed out of the lineup for any amount of time. He is 10th uh, in the NHL in total points, 43 in terms of points per game. He ranks 9th, 1.34, 32 games played, 20 goals, 23 assists, and as important to the Boston Bruins as anybody, I'd argue maybe Charlie McAvoy, second, and uh, we'll get to his game winner here in a moment. But when we're talking about injuries, I did want to mention Anton Bleed as well. He had an upper body injury uh, following a thunderous hit from Tom Wilson in the first period. That one was not penal penalized. And reputation aside, it was, in my opinion, in the opinion of Bruce Cassidy as well, just a hard hockey hit. He came into the middle of the ice, saw him at the last minute. Uh, Cassidy said of Bleed. Wilson hits hard. We've seen that. Some clean, others not clean. Cassidy didn't, didn't mind this particular hit. He went for the chest, kept his elbows down, didn't see anything other than a hard hit. Obviously wished Anton caught him coming into his view a half second earlier so he could protect himself, but uh, he was kind of watching his pass. It was a tad late per se, but 
not uh, not particularly dirty from my estimation. And uh, the head coach agreed on that one. So I don't think we'll hear anything more from a disciplinary uh, yeah, stance. Now, Marsh and the biggest story of the night, his injury looming over the team as they prepare for tomorrow's game against the Winnipeg Jets. They have an optional practice here on Friday morning. We'll see if there's any updates, uh, but I'd be surprised if he's back in the lineup for uh, tomorrow's game against the Winnipeg Jets. Before we get to Jake DeBrusque, Charlie McAvoy, and how this game was won, quick word about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. And they make it easier to stick to your 2022 resolutions because they taste so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it gets so boring by like week three, you're thinking this is just not worth it. Where is the chocolate? Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're pretty good for you too. 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs. 17 grams of protein, uh, compare that to a candy bar, which has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. Uh, even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. There's so many delicious flavors to choose from. Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors as well. So check their website, built.com often to see what's new. And when you Go to checkout, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day, free and available on all podcast platforms. It's been a very good week. I do this on my own, sometimes with guests. And I really do appreciate those who support the grind and make it all worth it by uh, downloading, listening, interacting on YouTube and on Twitter. It really does mean a lot to continue to grow this community of Bruins fans. Now, the Bruins uh, put aside that, let's be honest, shitty effort on Tuesday night lopsided setback to the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, and they overcame the losses of Anton Bleed, Brad Marchand. They were down to two of their left wingers in the third period, 10 forwards uh, total. And lest they allowed the Capitals to get the better of them in their own rink, to be knocked down, to quote tub thumping, they got knocked down, but they got up again. Charlie McAvoy scoring the game-winning goal with 45 seconds to go in regulation uh, with the Bruins on the power play. He crept in from the point, took a Jake DeBrusque feed in the slot, ripped a wrister past Vitek Vanacek to earn the 4-3 win. Incredible patience displayed by Jake DeBrusque on this one. Got the zone entry, handled the puck, waited until McAvoy got in position for a high danger chance, and he made no mistake. McAvoy said he thought it was a resilient effort by the team. 
He played a game high 24-35, showed good character. You go down two guys up front. Those Everybody else is pretty tired by the end of it, but they gave it their best all night and held the rope. Are always great to get the two points. And um, Bruce Cassidy said he thought the team was ready to play, much more prepared than Tuesday. Not surprised by the group being ready to go. They had a good, efficient practice on Wednesday. They talked about what they needed to do. They've played Washington well over the past couple of years. Just beat them 7-3 to three not too long ago. And from start to finish, the Bruins dug in, played hard. A physical game, he thought they were the better team. Took them a while to get where they felt comfortable. And even then, they didn't, um, they didn't have it until 40 seconds to go. But everybody played a very good game in this one. Now, um, Dave Apostronok added it was a big character win for the team. He scored uh, just 50 seconds after Washington kicked off the scoring with at the 407 mark of the first. Uh, the Bruins did surrender one goal leads before securing the victory with uh, McAvoy's goal in the final seconds. Uh, Pasternak said it was a good character win for the Bruins, a good opportunity to bounce back. That was the main focus. Washington's a good team, uh, but the main focus was to get back to work, get back to winning, and it worked out for the Bruins. Big Bear in this one. I'm going to give to he who has requested a trade, Jake DeBrusque. Uh, he got the call to play alongside Bergeron and Craig Smith with Marchand out, and he did not look out of place. He actually put the Bruins ahead 3-2 at 9.41 of the third when he uh, made his way down the left-wing boards, sent a shot towards the front of the net that uh, banged in off Evgeny Kuznetsov, just barely crossed the goal line. It was initially credited to Patrice Bergeron, but uh, later it was marked that DeBrusque was the last Bruin to touch the puck, his sixth goal of the season. And then he set up the game winner by Charlie McAvoy, added four shots, I believe, uh, a block or two, and um, he really stepped up. And Bruce Cassidy acknowledged that. We all know DeBrusque, Cassidy, kind of at odds. That's probably the main reason why DeBrusque did ask for a trade back in November. Um, Cassidy said it was an opportunity for Jake to get some extra minutes, and he came through for the Bruins. Made some good plays in the third period, used his foot speed to his advantage. Uh, good for him, making some plays in crunch time. I'm happy for Jake that he came through. Anytime he can help the team win, that's a positive. He also had a breakaway attempt uh, that was thwarted. McAvoy acknowledged that he was flying. He was all over the ice. Seemed like he was really pushing the pace. When he has his legs, he's a very dangerous player. Uh, the fastest guy on the ice pretty much any given night, McAvoy said. To see him make that play to me, throw that one on net, Good things happen. We're always cheering for him. And when he pulls the rope, we're a much better team. So nice to see that the guys still have his back despite that uh, lingering trade request. We'll see if that is met, if Marshan's out for any length of time. 
DeBrusque may need to uh, be used on the top line, and he did not look out of place uh, on this night. Um, again, always tricky when a guy goes public with a trade request. Don't know if it's been rescinded. He hasn't spoken to the media for some time. This would have been a good night where he could have been called upon to chat, uh, but he didn't. And uh, those questions will still linger until we find out if it's been rescinded, if he's back on good terms with Bruce Cassidy. Um, Credit to Charlie McAvoy as well. He could have easily been the big bear in this one. He set the tone with a huge check on Trevor Van Riemsdyk in the first period. Moments after Bleed's uh, injury from that Wilson hit. Um, He... Like I said earlier, probably Boston's second most important player right now. Pasternak said he's a hell of a player, gets himself into games no matter if it's going right or not. Um, And yeah, he is just incredibly talented at both ends of the ice. Um, He's involved with the penalty kill, the power play, and under pressure, he executed a big moment clutch play by Charlie McAvoy set up by Jake DeBrusque and uh, yeah, McAvoy, he's the future of this team. He and Pasternak and just as important in the present right now as well uh, for the Boston Bruins. So good on McAvoy, good on DeBrusque for stepping up. And um, again, we'll have to see here if Brad Marchand is out for any length of time, Uh, DeBrusque may get the call on the first line. And uh, if last night was any indication, he'll be up to the task. And it could serve him and the Bruins well if he is indeed intent on still being traded. This will give him a chance to showcase his skills and also up the potential return for the Boston Bruins and maybe show teams who are scared of his qualifying offer that um, it's worth spending some assets to acquire him and uh, that that qualifying offer of, I believe, $4.41 million to sign him for next season uh, is well worth it for a player like Jake DeBrusque when he's at the top of his game. With the football playoffs continuing and basketball hockey in full effect, there's no better place for all your sports wagering in 2022 than bet online. They have a new updated desktop and mobile website that you can sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Uh, it's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Use promo code LOCKEDON to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Now, let's take a look at some news and notes from around the NHL. Uh, I actually wrote a piece yesterday for Owner's Box about how to save the Edmonton Oilers season. Uh, They were defeated very handily last night, 6-0 by the Florida Panthers. And uh, it's really going to take something to turn around their season, beginning with Uh, acquiring a goalie. That has to be their first priority. I know a lot of Bruins fans, myself included, wondered if perhaps 
Don Sweeney would ask for uh, Linus Allmark to perhaps uh, waive his no-move clause. Apparently, they've been kicking the tires on Eunice Corpusalo, Brayden Holtby. Um, I, for one, would love to see Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I hope they can turn things around. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, his name has come up. Uh, he's not a fit in Edmonton for salary cap reasons. Uh, but, um, yeah, definitely the Oilers need to do something. But, of course, the Florida Panthers are just a powerhouse at the moment. Uh, beating the Oilers, 6 nothing. They now sit uh, first. No, actually, uh, where do they sit league-wide? In terms of point percentage, they sit third in the NHL, a league-high plus 49 goal differential. Uh, they're just behind Carolina and Colorado, uh, Tampa Bay, and the Rangers, the only teams above a 700-point percentage at the moment. The Rangers, um, yeah, really impressing. Florida right now, 59 points tied with Tampa Bay for tops in the NHL. I mentioned the Bruins are only three points back of the Toronto Maple Leafs right now for third in the Atlantic. Uh, they're also, I believe five points back of the Capitals for the first wild card spot with four games in hand on them. They're level with the Maple Leafs in games played and uh, three points back. So the Leafs who are struggling a bit lately uh, within catching distance, of the Boston Bruins. Uh, the Bruins tomorrow will play the Jets, while the Maple Leafs, uh, who's their next game against? Uh, not quite sure who they play next. Um, but uh, yeah, if they were to lose, then uh, they play the Islanders next. So Islanders very hot as well. So the Bruins could be as close to the Leafs as one point by, by Monday. When it comes to uh, Jacob Chitrin, Jeff Merrick, and Elliot Freeman uh, suggested the Bruins are among the possibilities for uh, a landing spot. I've heard a lot of potentially packaging like DeBrusque, Vakaninen, Studnika, maybe a pick for Chitrin, Lawson Kraus, perhaps. Uh, that could be a real possibility for the Boston Bruins since Vakaninen has emerged as an option and they're relatively healthy on the left side, it would be perhaps more palatable if Jakob Zborl was in the lineup. Don't want to lose Vakaninen uh, just in case you need that depth option down the road. But of course, if you're adding Chitrin, you know, that would be uh, massive for the Bruins. Have Chitrin, McAvoy, Grizzlet, Carlo in the top six, and then, you know, four board, Clifton or um, I'd still like a little bit of depth there on the right side as well. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. I hope you are all doing well, that you had a great week, uh, up and down week for the Bruins, obviously, but they ended the week on a high. Hopefully they can take care of business against the Winnipeg Jets on Saturday. Uh, we'll, of course, be back with a brand new episode on Monday to talk about that game and uh, bring you the latest on Brad Marchand. Do follow Locked NHL Bruins or at Ian C. McLaren. Of course, we'll be tweeting about it as well. If it is a major injury, uh, I'll record a, a bonus little 
video and pod uh, to break that down as well. Uh, this weekend plans, not much. We're going to hit the outdoor rink in a park behind our, our uh, house. Going to a heated patio tonight. It's going to be like minus 25, but you know, need something to look forward to. And uh, Ozark is back on Netflix. So we'll probably check that out as well. Do take care of yourselves, friends. And we'll talk to you again on Monday here on the Locked On Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.